1: from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller.
2: Welcome race fans. Welcome back Scott. To the uh, Hammerdown Down Racing Report for Hey, it's 7:11. It we is. We should have had a Slurpee tonight.
3: Oh man, and I'm thirsty. I know. <laughs> oh, he have got is water. Good.
2: Well, I got some coffee, but Yeah, it won't work. Keep you awake. Live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, it's the Hammerdown Racing Report for, as I mentioned, July 11th. Lots going on this weekend and early next week. Some big races. This is like what racing season's all about here, right? Well, And it's nice that it's finally started. Yeah, and the weather's cooperating. Knock on wood. We'll have an update from Ryan Weekman of uh, Channel 11, our weekend weather pit stop. He's actually on vacation. But through the magic of digital audio technology, he will be giving us a... A report a tonight. report, yeah. It's it's good. That's a spoiler alert. It's good. We should be good for some racing this weekend. Uh, we're coming at you live on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, uh, Twitter, and Periscope. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Hammer, at Hammer Report. And uh, you can always listen on demand on your favorite podcasting platform, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Google.
3: And we prefer that you listen on iHeartMedia.
2: Radio. Right. I Media owns iHeartRadio. Correct. But they're the same. Everybody gets them confused. It happens. Our mega
3: paychecks come from there.
2: Scott Hammer in the studio along uh, with Ron Miller, Alan Blank, uh, also unofficially joining us uh, over in the corner. He <laughs> may or may not say anything. Uh, we'll be talking to uh, the legendary sprint car racer Brad Doty about uh, the 31st annual uh, Brad Doty Classic coming up Tuesday at Attica Raceway Park. Looking forward to that. And uh, we were originally going to have uh, Zach Dome on as well, who was the uh, winner last year at uh, Oak Shade on both Friday and Saturday, the last two nights of the, the late birth, model, The birthday race. Yeah, he, summer nationals. Right. But, uh, and he was going to make the trip up here. from He's from West Virginia, and uh, I guess he had a, a death in the family, so kind of had to scrap uh, those weekend plans. So and, he won't be with so us tonight,
3: he, and at least as of right now, he won't be at the Shade
2: this weekend. This weekend, yeah. So well, That sucks, but you know, life happens. Um We may be talking to somebody uh, about the birthday race though a little bit later. I, I would
3: hope we do. You know, there's there's Big, just event. big it, it's exciting and the weather is going to cooperate. I believe we'll we'll find
2: out. Let's save uh, your Ron Miller race cars commercial uh, to when uh, I'm dialing. Uh, yeah, that's um, fine. Brad, so that you that's can, fine. Yeah, Okay. We'll, we'll get to that we'll, we'll a little talk bit later. We'll talk about that. Um Hammer, the, here, uh, we got to do an update, a Hammer Down uh, Racing Report. Dirty 30 coming up on October 3rd at Sandusky Speedway. It's a Thursday night. We're going to be doing the show out there, and there's going to be late models, UMP dirt late models, that is, on the asphalt, as well as uh, bombers and uh, the dirt trucks, and uh, front-wheel drive cars. So it's going to be uh, the dirt cars versus the... Pavement cars with the front wheel drives. So, now, and, and I just heard from Corey Gum this week, who's the uh the point leader at Oakshade in the and he'll be cylinder, there. And and he's uh, planning on, uh, on gonna, I, coming out. I'm too. pretty
3: sure there'll be a, a good representation of the Oaks, Oakshade uh, four cylinder cars that'll be there.
2: And I bet you there'll be a good representation of the Sundusky uh, Renegades as well.
3: They better bring their A game. I've watched some of our guys. I'm telling you. It's going to be a fun night, uh, and, and if you just touching on the technical side of it, and I know we've done this before, but the late models will be on UMP dirt tires uh, or American Racer MD fifty six, um, whichever they choose. But uh, if if you are a dirt racer or uh, know somebody that you would like to see there, uh, they don't have to go out and buy a special set of tires for this. It's it's not going to be an outrageously expensive. Uh, proposition, but uh, the payout's going to be pretty good twelve hundred to win, two hundred to start. Uh, the Fremont Trucks and Oakshade Cars. Uh, I believe it will be a, a typical uh, Fremont dirt truck payout. And again, those guys will be on their track tires. So, they, so you payout
2: know. information uh, for those two, I believe, is complete and uh, it's posted. Uh, I got a page set up on HammerDownRacingReport.com. All right. So that the, those payouts, unless they've changed, uh, which I'm, I'm guessing they'd only go up if they, they did they
3: would only go up
2: uh those are out for the late models and for the the bombers and trucks the front wheel drive all i have is the uh, winning pay at this point, and, and we put
3: the, some feelers out to some kind of hope high profile uh racers that uh, we we may be convincing them to be there it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a real fun race, Scott.
2: And again, that's uh, coming up, dusky Speedway, we're racing on the asphalt, we're not putting dirt down, but we're racing dirt cars on the asphalt, and uh, it's a Thursday night, October 3rd, uh, Chris and uh, Doug, I believe, are going to get working on that a little bit more after their high miler right. in a couple of weeks, so so we should be having some more news on that coming up in the next few weeks. Plenty of time before we get to that, though. Oh, yeah. So uh, a lot of racing uh, the past two weeks. We were off last week uh, for uh, Independence Day. Hopefully you had a, a good Independence you got all your fingers? I do, I all do. Right, all right, good. No firework incidents <laughs> at our place. Hopefully everybody else has their fingers too. Uh, let's go over some of the results here. We'll do our area racing roundup. How much time we got? We got about 10 minutes before we uh, we talk to Brad Doty here. Limey uh, Lime Motorsports Park, we're going to go back to uh, six twenty eight. June 20th, a couple weeks ago. We'll just a list all the winners here because there's so much to cover. Uh, Todd Sherman was the uh, winner of the Modifieds. Jared Horseman won the NRA 360 Sprints. Tony Anderson uh, was the Bud Thunderstock winner. Moving ahead to uh, this past Friday, uh, Horseman again was the uh, NRA 360 winner at Lima Land. Mike Holbein won the Modified uh, feature, and Jesse, or, I'm sorry, Jeffrey Jessup was the Bud Thunderstock winner. Action at Attica. Uh, On 628, Chris Andrews was the 410 uh, winner. Mitch Harbel was the uh, 305 winner, and Ryan Markham won the late models. This past Friday night at Attica was Byron Reed. That was the uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 feature that he won. Jamie Miller was the AFCS 305 winner, and Doug Drown, your late model winner, last Friday night at Attica Raceway Park. Now, I was gone for a couple weeks so I missed uh, a lot of action at Oakshade apparently you did including uh, Saturday the 29th of June Chris Keller won did he race the week before or was no that he did not th- only uh, week he, he came he out he and decided won. to go race and Bowie won Wow any idea if we'll see him this weekend for the birthday race I don't know he wasn't out last weekend but uh, yeah Chris Keller I guess uh, winning a couple weeks ago at Oakshade Mike jessen was a sportsman winner Terry Rushlow when the Bomber A-Main and Haley uh, Dippman picked up the Bomber B-Main win, Corey Gum was the uh, compact winner. And then this past Saturday, Brian Ruhlman became the fifth different uh, late model feature winner at Oakshade in five Ruh- races.
3: Brian Rulman was on rails Saturday that night. That was a
2: fast track. Yes, it was. With uh, the rain shower before that. And uh, yeah. did, did you see uh, uh, Ryan Missler during hot laps? I don't think he lifted hardly. No. Huh, huh. It was pretty good. He wasn't feeling so well that night. Uh, Jerry Signer uh, picked up his first sportsman feature win. And Terry Rushlow was again the winner in the Bomber A. Steve Reeves beat me to uh, win the Bomber B. And Corey Gum again in Compacts. Fremont Speedway. A couple weeks ago, the 29th, Stuart Brubaker was the 410 winner. Randy Hannigan, uh the NRA 360 Sprint winner. And Jamie Miller. Uh, was the 305 winner uh, this past Saturday at Fremont. Buddy Kofoid was quick time, won his heat, and he won the uh, Attica Fremont Championship 410 feature. Kids uh, coming on. Again,
3: the kid's the real deal, Scott.
2: Jamie Miller was the Attica Fremont Championship Series 305 winner. John Brooks uh, won the dirt truck feature. That was this past Saturday at Fremont. Sandusky Speedway, your uh, winners from uh, a couple Saturdays ago, Stephen Clinect in the Modifieds. Carl Smith won the Lake Erie Stocks. Kyle Ramsey was your Renegades winner. Tanner Smith, uh, beginner stock. And then uh, this past Saturday, July 6th, Brandon Holcomb won the Renegades. Trent Stevens was your Supermod feature winner. Spencer Steinman uh, was the Ohio Truck Series feature winner. Flat Rock Speedway in action. You talked to... Uh, um harold fair jr a couple weeks ago we on did last show it was an interesting uh, conversation once uh you got everybody hooked up there yeah, actually they, they ta- ordered some parts this week Talked to uh jason sprague too about uh did you get it i got pre-approved uh, with uh, ross mortgage there because i'm in the market for those are house. really
3: good people i, t- yeah. I t- actually i talked with jason this morning uh i'm i'm very impressed with that whole program
2: my realtor was impressed with the uh, spreadsheet that uh sent over to me with uh has showed all the rates how what the estimated uh payment would be at you know at the different house cost price whatever it was uh and you could plug in different numbers it so maybe nice.
3: a realtor could uh hook up with jason yeah. in mm-hmm. the future and uh, Jake, yeah. throw a little more business towards another racer
2: there you go uh flat rock winners from uh, a couple weeks ago june 29th Derek shepherd was uh the 250 lap enduro winner Rob Randall won the ARCA Street Stock A Main. LJ Farmer was your ARCA Street Stock B Main winner. Troy Hoffman was the MCR Dwarf Car feature winner. That Farmer's no relation to Rich, is it? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Uh, This past Saturday at Flat Rock Speedway, Eric Lee picked up the late model win. Ethan uh, Stadnuchuk. Stadnuchuk. Did you you have... Former (laughs) guest as well was... uh, the Street Stock A main one. I believe was that his first A-Main? I think so.
3: Did you happen to see a video or or a couple of pictures of the Street Stock A main two weeks ago? The two front row cars on the first lap got together and the entire field wound up parked in turns one and two. No,
2: I did not see that.
3: Okay. Yeah. They uh they red flagged it. Uh, got everybody off the track, allowed them to uh, work on their cars since nobody had completed a lap, and uh, ran a couple of other events, and then brought the straight stocks back out. Kind of a crazy
2: deal. So they all could fix their cars then. Yes, sir. Okay. They just totally restarted it then.
3: Yep. And and like I say, not they they hadn't completed they, they hadn't completed one full corner.
2: Sounds like the very first U.S. 500 up at MIS. Yeah. They wrecked before they even got to the green flag, I think it was. So, Anyways, um, Jerry Farmer was the uh, Street Stock B-Main winner. Bill Early uh, got the figure-eight win there at Flat Rock this past Saturday. A couple weeks ago, uh, actually a uh, week ago Sunday at Toledo Speedway, Albert Francis was your ARCA Gold Cup uh, late model feature winner. Brian Campbell won the ARCA CRA Super Series late model feature. Some Sunday afternoon racing. Uh, Waynesfield Raceway Park was in action uh, for the second time this year. And
3: I guess they had an enormous crowd
2: there, Scott. looked like uh, Helms had uh, done a lot of improvements to the facility. Right. So, best driver at the birthday race. Okay. Um, where was I? Waynesfield. Yes. Jack Hewitt Classic. That was uh, Wednesday last week. Cal Conley was the uh, Fast 410 winner. Max Stambaugh. Uh, won the uh, NRA 360 feature, and Cody Gardner was the Boss non Sprint feature winner. Two minutes. Lucas Oil, late model action, uh, going back a couple weeks ago. Uh, Taswell Speedway, Shannon Buckingham was your winner. Jonathan uh, Davenport won at Florence on the 29th. July 4th, they were at Portsmouth. And um, Mike Marler was the winner there. Tyler Erb One at Tyler County Speedway. Tyler won at Tyler. You know what's
3: interesting? The weather has changed, and we're actually getting
2: results. Yeah, that was Friday. Mansfield, well, except for Mansfield, did cancel on Saturday due to uh, rain. Um, So that kind of sucked. Upcoming uh, for the Lucas Oil Late Models uh, tonight and tomorrow, they're at Tri-City Speedway in Illinois. Lucas Oil Speedway on Saturday and Sunday, and then to Brown County Speedway on uh, Tuesday. That's in uh, South Carolina or South Dakota. Jackson Motorplex on Wednesday. Wow, they got a busy week too, don't they? Then uh, I eighty uh, for the eighteenth through the twentieth. So now, like, no
3: going back to that uh, race at uh, Tri City in Illinois. Uh, several of the drivers uh, from the Summer Nationals, well, not several, quite a few, um, dropped off of the Summer Nationals to go to that race so really yeah
2: i know we were talking about the car count for tonight up at i 96 for the summer nationals uh we saw about 24 cars
3: yeah and you said uh, it was 25 25 at uh at thunderbird the night before so i don't know
2: all right uh world of outlaws uh brandon Shepard led all 50 laps at independence (coughs) motor speedway on friday he went again the following night at deer creek speedway and once again tuesday at uh, abc raceway in wisconsin uh so mr Shepard doing a pretty good job there in the world of outlaw late model series coming up uh, for them is river city speedway in north dakota on friday ogilvy uh, raceway in minnesota on saturday red cedar speedway in iowa on sunday sprint car racing Ollie's bargain outlet all-star circuit of champions uh, going back to uh june 29th aaron rutzel won at the dirt oval at route 66 he then won again Uh, this uh, past friday july 5th at lernerville dale blaney won the lou blaney memorial on saturday at uh, sharon speedway next up for them is uh, new york swing they're going to be at utica rome speedway tomorrow night orange county fair speedway on saturday and lebanon valley speedway on sunday
3: lebanon valley is an interesting track
2: you like those new york tracks oh i do
3: Uh, We spent a lot of time over there and uh, Lebanon Valley, is it's it's a high-bank track that will def- definitely get your attention.
2: Uh, let's talk about uh, World of Outlaw sprint uh, action here before we uh, get Brad Doty on the phone. Uh, Brad Sweet won the uh, Jackson Nationals opening night uh, at uh, Jackson Motorplex on uh, the 27th, going back a couple weeks again. Uh, Carson Macedo won Friday, and then Brad Sweet won again on Saturday. And then i just lost my place where the hell was i
3: i don't know brad sweet won on saturday
2: uh brown county speedway uh brad sweet won again sheldon hoddenshield won at cedar lake uh this past saturday after the friday night action was postponed to saturday uh sweet took his uh, backup card of victory in the second feature saturday they originally said they did two features on saturday um Coming up uh, for the World of Outlaws, Hartford Speedway up in Michigan for them tomorrow night, Wilmot Speedway in Wisconsin on Saturday. And then they're coming uh our neck of the woods, Brad Doty Classic at Attica on Tuesday. Then, of course, uh, off to Eldora for the makeup, Let's Race 2, which will be Wednesday. Originally, that was going to be an open day before the Kings Royal. So
3: the race fans are going to have big weekend in this area.
2: Yeah, it's so a lot of World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink, uh, Sprint Car action in ohio next week
3: race fans will be able to catch two days at oakshade summer nationals finale then uh, off to attica and it should be good uh, should be good for racing in all over
2: and we'll have a uh report whole report here on your uh their car late model summer nationals uh, which is coming to end like you said uh saturday at oakshade uh coming up a little preview for the birthday race as well. Uh, we'll also uh, go over some ARCA NASCAR results and a little bit of other business to take care of. For right now, though, how about you talk about uh, this great race shop called Ron Miller Race Cars, and I'm going to dial up uh, Brad Doty here, and we'll talk to him about the Brad well, Doty Classic. Well, you know, it's,
3: it's it's not just that great race shop, Ron Miller Race Cars. Uh, maybe I am prejudiced. It's a good deal. But uh, I think we're blessed to have a whole lot of really good race shops in the area, and, and I urge all of our listeners that if you're going to be buying race car parts, uh buy local that it's really important uh the the local speed shops uh support all of our guys and uh, i i think it's it's best to buy local okay yeah and what's your number seven three four eight five six seven two two three
2: brad is this brad Doty. yeah hey brad yes. it's scott hammer ron miller hammer down racing report how are you this evening
4: I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty oh.
2: good. I, I'm guessing uh, you've been pretty busy the past uh, few days, and it's probably only going to get more busy as uh, the weekend approaches, huh?
4: Yeah. Well, it's been a busy week, and and uh, that's good. Um, the interest uh, this week seems to be uh, pretty phenomenal compared to prior years. I mean, uh, just through the podcast and the and the radio shows I've done, and and. Uh, people that say they're coming for the first time and that kind of kind of thing so i always get really excited this time of year but uh yeah i'm i'm i don't know i just got a really good feeling that you know it's going to be a good crowd and and hopefully a lot of first timers that'll keep coming back
3: brad i think the weather might have played a big factor in that because our our race fans are starved because of all the (laughs) rain outs the first part of the year and uh now they they see a quality show coming to attica and uh I, I think the excitement is is well-deserved.
4: Well, yeah, and you're, you're 100% right. Um, Attica's uh, Speed Week show um, was a massive crowd, and the same thing, you know, the, the forecast, number one, as you said, people were starving for racing because of all the rainouts early in the year, but the forecast for the rest of the Speed Week, well, Sprint Speed Week, didn't look so good, and I told John Boris early in the afternoon uh, leading up to that friday night you know they had a beautiful beautiful day and i said i bet you have a packed house because a lot of people that may not have been planning on you know going to attica they're gonna they're gonna drive the distance because it might be the only show they get to see for a while so um you you definitely hit hit the nail on the head that uh, that has a lot to do with it
2: well the tracks though involved the speed week they did everything they possibly could to try and get to get a show and one track would cancel and the other one would say, well, Hey, how about we have it up here? The weather's good.
1: Yeah. I, I've, I've
2: never seen, tra- in-
3: I've never seen tracks <laughs> working together like that. It, that was amazing.
4: Yeah, it was. And when, you know, Wayne County Speedway did that and it, and it was amazing. And, um, you know, I've heard an interview with Jason Flory, the promoter there, and, you know, he would have never tried that if it you know, wasn't a speed week show and, and that kind of thing, because you do have, I don't want to say building crowd, but you do have travelers and fans that, you know, take the week off and, and, are, you know, want to see racing. So they can, um, uh, and even the teams can, can move around, you know, the, the, they're not, they're, they're in for the week. So, you know, the teams, they're not going to drive five or six hours back and forth to the shop. So they're in a motel somewhere. So, you know, social media and things like that word of mouth, they were able to, to get it done and, and, uh, you know, pulled it off, which was pretty amazing.
2: Well, coming up uh, Tuesday night, Attica Raceway Park. It's the 31st annual Brad Doty Classic. Uh, We have a lot of uh, late-model listeners that may well, not we have be, a real diverse yeah. group here we hit sprint car guys we got late model guys we got Road pavement guys, guys yeah. yeah um for give us a little bit of background on brad Doty for for some of our listeners that may not be familiar with with your racing uh, and, and what happened in uh what was it 88 yep
4: yep well i was i was uh ran with the world of outlaws and in 1987 i finished uh, second in in the world of outlaws national point standings Steve Kinzer who before he retired was a 20-time champion and and so we that was the best my best season ever in racing and uh unfortunately in 1988 I was paralyzed in a racing accident at Eldora Speedway and uh 1989 uh Attica opened and the USA United Sprint Association which was a new organization actually leased the track from Attica and uh any proceeds or or profits were going to go to my wife and I, uh, you know, after my accident. And, um, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you look at it for, depending on the the competition or the, the series they were trying to compete with USA went away at the end of 89. And, uh, the, the folks at Attica, um, gave me a call and asked if, um, I would mind if they had an annual race and called it the Brad Doty classic. And, of course, I didn't mind. I was honored that they would would ask and and uh, you know went on put on an event. And so I really had no direct affiliation with with the race uh, until 2005, and that's when I became a co-promoter. And well, after my accident in '88, I was fortunate about three or four years later to get involved with TV as a color commentator for uh, the World of Outlaws and, and other sprint car. Organizations. I got to go to Australia three times in five years and do some TV down there, and so that kind of gave me a second career. And um, in 2005, when I became a co-promoter of the of the race with then promoter Janet Holbrook at Attica, uh, we were doing the Outdoor Channel TV broadcast, and we were doing a show every weekend. So I was flying somewhere every weekend. We'd voice the show Monday morning, and would air that following Wednesday, and so we got uh, the World of Outlaws to sanction the event for the first time in its history. Like I said, started in '89. This is 2005. The World of Outlaws came on board to sanction it, and we did had the Outdoor Channel there to televise it. So. Uh, I didn't know what I was getting into, but, to be honest, but would be a first a first time promoter to, to you know have a big show like a World of Outlaws race and have TV there to worry about and and uh, but it it went off well and was successful and we've been doing it ever since.
2: Now there was uh, ten years that it was at Lima Land, right?
4: Yes, after that first year in two thousand five, uh, Attica's on the fairgrounds there at Attica, mm-hmm. uh, Ohio, and so um, Janet Holbrook. Had the the lease as the promoter, and she lost the lease at the end of that year. There was some uncertainty, or I was told there was some uncertainty on whether the track was even going to reopen, and the World of Outlaws missed their schedule. So it was, you know, late fall of 2005, uh, almost. I remember, almost Christmas time, and you know, we had to make a decision. Well, Gene Frankert had been one of the original uh, partners in in the track when it opened in 1989. And then he became the, the sole promoter for many, many years. And then prior to Janet Holbrook taking over as promoter, uh, there had been another promoter or two in there. And, but Gene Frankert kind of retired from promoting um, and stepped away from Attica, and he was hired down at Lima Land Motorsports Park in Lima to do their track prep. So when the uncertainty of what was going to happen at Attica – uh, Gene asked me if I'd be interested in moving it to Lima, and I didn't know anything about Lima other than I'd heard that the college, this college called University of Northwestern Ohio owned the racetrack, which was, you know, back when I was young, I went to it a few times and and it needed a lot of work even, you know, back then, but uh, the UNOH purchased a track and, and just completely, I mean, made it a show place, so I went down I met with the uh, Dr. Jeff Jarvis, who is the president of the university and, and, and we're in the racetrack. And so, uh, I made the decision to move it to Lima Land. And we had it, as you said, there for 10 years. And unfortunately, uh, we got rained out, well, actually flooded out. There was so much rain over the weeks and days leading up to the event. Um, it, uh, was 2015, I believe. Um, so, uh, on race day, it was a beautiful, sunshine, shiny day. Our rain day was the next day, and it was sunshine on that day as well. But the, the grounds were so saturated that, that we couldn't park cars, and so we had to cancel the event. And Lima Land actually asked me, the people at Lima Land actually asked me to find a new home for the event, that they just didn't uh, want to take the risk anymore, and, and uh, wow. you know, it was a lot of pressure. And so a lot of people <laughs> thought that I moved the race after it rained out, and that's not true. They actually, uh, you know, we discussed it, and they asked me to, to move it. And and so there were some other tracks interested, but the only really logical place to, to move it to was back to the place it started, which was Attica.
2: Cool. Again, we're talking to a legendary sprint car driver and promoter and media broadcaster. Uh, Brad Doty about, uh, 31st annual Brad Doty classic coming up at Attica Raceway park on Tuesday night. Before we uh, talk more about that, uh, I want to go back to, to your racing career back in the eighties there. Uh, you ran world of outlaws, all-star USAC silver crown sprints. Is there any one race that, that stands out above the others as far as memorable uh, other than obviously the last one?
4: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I want the biggest race of my career was at uh, Ascot Park, which was almost in downtown Los Angeles. Which I mean, just you could see the Hollywood sign in the background and and uh, had palm trees in the infield. And a, you know, a, a, a Ohio farm kid, you know, <laughs> growing up on a farm here in Ohio, to, to to see that, see palm trees, and you never knew there were celebrities and actors and actresses that would would show up at times, and so. Uh, I'd heard about Ascot, you know, forever. My, I went out in 1978 as a young, basically a teenager to help Kenny Jacobs on his car. And boy, that was an eye opener, you know? And so to get a chance to go back there and race and win the, the Pacific coast nationals, which was at that time, one of the biggest sprint car races in the United States. And so I won it and it's actually out there on YouTube. Um, but the, but the, the best video is, uh, the World of Outlaws' website, DirtVision.com, has an archive. Uh, Bobby Davis Jr. and I passed each other literally four times in one lap, uh, back and forth and back and forth. And I, I went on to win the race and 10000 $10, to win, a new Rodec blot. block. I mean, we took home over like $20,000. Wow. And then—
2: uh, What would that be so in that today's was, dollars?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably <laughs> just, well, at least double that, I would, I, I would assume. Um, so that was, you know, that was a big, my biggest win of my career, and and special just in so many ways. Well, then the next day was Ascot was known uh, mostly for being a non-wing track, and those guys were what they called, you know, really back them in without the wing. And I mean, they there were some vicious crashes and stuff, and it was a pretty intimidating track, especially without the wing. But J.W. Hunt, who was a, a wealthy Strawberry farmer back in those days used to go to all kinds of racing and put cash up for bonus for this or that or pay somebody's tire bill and that kind of thing. Well, he was out there and he put up a three thousand dollar bonus for the the driver that had the best overall finish for the two night for the weekend or the two nights. Well, with us winning the winged World of Outlaws race on Saturday, we took the wing off and I ran fifth on Sunday. And got that $3,000 bonus.
3: Well, that's pretty well, then, cool.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the follow this is why Ascot, everybody me on my favorite racetrack, it, it's Ascot, because we opened the season in 1987 with the World of Outlaws right back at Ascot, and they were on a two-day show, and we won both of those. So I won three World of Outlaws races in a row, back to back to back at Ascot. So um, you know, it it's no longer there. But uh, it was, by, you know, that's why it's my favorite track, and that's my, my favorite and biggest win.
3: Awesome. Let's let's switch gears just a little bit. I know the safety aspect of sprint car racing has improved a lot in the last ten years. Um, would the improvements uh, possibly have, have saved you?
4: You know, boy, there's a, just a lot of ifs, you know. And,
2: and <laughs> yeah, I, that's I, a loaded I, question.
4: <laughs> well, you know, no, it's it's a legitimate question too, though, because the seats we ran. I mean, people look at them, and the young guys look at it today, and I mean, we were, I mean,
3: basically, they were they were a true a, bucket
0: seat.
4: seat. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. That was aluminum bucket seat with with uh, one rib guard on the right side. Of course, now it's double double rib guards with with a, a head. Uh,
3: Head supports and uh, shoulder supports. Head,
4: yeah, yeah, shoulder supports, head supports, all the way around the the driver's head now. And and so, I've watched I've watched the the a video of the crash. I've I had some still pictures. Um, unfortunately, the I got hit by another car as I was flipping. And one of the still the still pictures I was, the video was so grainy you couldn't really tell. You know, I wanted to really see why and what happened and. And, and actually the, the pictures that I got, unfortunately, at the point of impact, another car dr- had driven between the photographer and the crash. Well, I was upside down and, and literally basically got hit in the back of the roll cage um, and it ripped the fuel tank, the rear torsion bars, and the pulled rear end loose and and literally took about the you know back half of the roll cage off and it pulled the seat you know out tried to rip the whole seat clear out of the car so to answer your question you know i don't know if if the seats of today would have helped or not we we think the the rear end itself hit the, the back of the seat and broke my is probably what broke my back uh-huh. um and so you know the seats of today are no thicker aluminum than that, that so it probably wouldn't have um but we never know
2: were there any uh, safety improvements uh, that came about as a direct result of that crash?
4: You know, I don't believe so. You know, drivers especially, we have the mentality, you know, it's not going to happen to me. That yeah. only happens to yeah. other people. You know, and I had it and I'm I'm sure especially back then because we went for years and years without, you know, a, a lot of injuries or or even worse. So you know, everybody gets complacent, complacent that you, you just, um, it's not going to happen to me and it's not going to happen again. And I think probably, you know, it was a shock to everybody, but everybody went racing the very next weekend while I was laying in the hospital, you know, and, and I, I mean, they have to. And so, um, you know, I don't know if there was any changes made directly from, from my accident or not, but, uh, you know over the years you said you know things have improved and i didn't know and, with the
3: extra bar in the roll bars in the roll cage now that they've mandated and uh didn't know if those could have played in
4: yeah it, you know it, it that extra bar again probably not because that extra bar was put in place because the span between the what we call the front hoop or the front support it, of the roll cage to the back is a pretty long span and david gravel Got hit, uh, in right in that area, and it bent that bar down pretty far. And and luckily, it didn't. It did not hit him or touch him, but it opened a lot of eyes. And that's when people realized, um, you know, we, we ought to do something, something. now.
2: <laughs> do you think? Yeah. Uh, do you well, think, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: Well, the thing that the thing that I've never understood at one time, 120,000. Wall uh, thickness was pretty much the standard on a roll cage on a sprint car. And then, way, way before a uh, weight roll, even, you know, the cars kept getting lighter and lighter and lighter, and the chassis got lighter and lighter. And somewhere along the line, uh, 90 thousandths or 95 thousandths became the standard thickness of a sprint car roll cage. And just like with David Gravel, you know, or a lot of these accidents you think gosh if that would add a 120 wall cage that might not have happened well n- you know the the genie's out of the bottle as they say there are so many race cars or sprint car chassis out there now with a 90,000 or 95,000 roll
3: cage and you just can't make just, every one of them obsolete
4: right right because a tube car it's not like you can cut the cage off and just go to a heavier roll cage you know right. the frame's pretty much junk but the frame is one of the cheaper parts on a sprint car but but you, you know, the, you would obsolete. So, so a, a happy medium was to add this extra bar, which I I think is a great idea, and 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 maybe will solve solve the problem. This definitely stiffens that part of the roll cage up.
2: Okay, right, well, let's. Uh, I don't. I don't want to get we, too much. We into really this, thank you for being yeah. very open
3: with that. <laughs> yeah. By the way.
2: Oh, no problem. Let's no problem. Uh, let's talk uh, uh, more specifically about uh, the big race coming up on uh, Tuesday. Um did you have anything to do with the uh the bonus for the local drivers in the top t- top 15 in, in points as far as if they win there's a, a $2000 bonus if uh none of them win but the highest would get uh, 1000 uh and and Attica's going to pay for their uh, world of outlaw uh entry fee did you have anything to membership. do membership that? <laughs> membership that's what I it did was not
4: like. Yep I did not that's all John Boris, the, oh. the promoter of Attica, he has paid even when we had our race uh, down in Lima I, I was aware that that John Boris paid the uh, membership for the top fifteen in points and and it actually benefited us at Lima because um you know they, they their board of outlaws race was before ours, so a lot of the Ohio cars that membership was paid, and they would come down and run Lima where otherwise maybe they wouldn't have or or whatever the case may be. so I was well aware that John Boris was doing that. And he continued to do that uh, all through the years, and even when we, we moved the race back. But this year, he's added the, as you said, the two thousand. If, if a local car or the top a car in the top fifteen in points can win, they get a two thousand dollar bonus. And then, said if it's not a winner, the highest finisher that uh, in the top fifteen in points gets a thousand. Second is, uh, I believe, five hundred, right, and then yeah. three hundred. You know, so um, yeah, it's really great that John. Has done that, John. Boor- John Boers is
3: not just a promoter; he's a huge race fan himself.
4: Yeah, and he, a racer he, himself. He, you know, he is. A late his, son, his son runs a late model, so right. Yeah, they're racers. Has they're John has John raced
3: and, at all this year? Do you know?
4: No, he he has not this year. Not right. that I know of.
3: I, I know Mikey yeah. has.
4: Yep. So, so and what? so, th- so they know what the cost is, you know, uh, and what's involved in getting a car to the track. So. He's well aware of that, and that's one of the reasons he put this bonus money up.
2: So, what what's your opinion on you? You, you like that? You think that's great for the the local driver? Oh,
4: absolutely, yeah. Because I've I've seen tracks where you know the, the locals would just stay home when it's a mm-hmm. World of They they'd show up without the car and and uh, just sit in the stands and watch because they didn't feel like you know they had a legitimate shot at winning, so they they wouldn't bring the car. Well, well now you know, they, and there's some. Very, very, there's very, very many cars, in my opinion, that have a legitimate shot at winning this race. Uh, you know, they, they, the local 410 cars at Attica and Fremont in northwestern Ohio, you know, really good race cars and some really fast drivers. So I would not be surprised to see one of the local teams in Victory Lane. But uh, you're, you know, definitely, you're,
3: you're a local guy. What do you think about this Buddy Kofoid kid?
4: That was on my well, I beat you to it. I was going to ask
2: him about that.
4: Yeah, he's a, he's amazing. I, yeah, and I don't though. know. I I met him when he was 11 years old. He was running a full size sprint car in Nevada because California wouldn't let him. And he was I, he wasn't probably four feet tall and and as you know thin as a toothpick. Well, he's now about I don't know oh you know five five, five something, but he's still thin as a, a toothpick. But he can muscle that race car and. and 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 do a great job uh he proved that when he won on the last lap at wayne county on what we call a cowboy up racetrack you know he had his elbows up and manhandled the car and and got his first all-star win and stole the win from parker price miller on the last lap and california has produced a lot of really young good young talent you know obviously everybody knows about kyle larson coming out of california so uh you know carson macedo uh Gio Selzy I mean you know it's just uh uh, and Dominic Selzy Gio's brother a lot a lot of good talent out out of the northern California area.
3: We talked a few weeks ago about the the parallels between Buddy Kofoid and Jeff Gordon uh coming from California uh moving to uh, a team in the middle of Ohio uh just the parallels are amazing.
4: Well yeah it is and and it, well, you know, like I said, Carson Macedo did you know, basically the same thing uh, a year or two ago. Uh, came out of California and 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 ran Attica and stuff. But I believe he was a little older, you know, than than uh, than Buddy, and he's just 17 years old. So um, yeah, it's pretty amazing to you know, like you said, the parallels of. What well, Jeff did, Jeff opened a lot of doors for a lot of people.
3: When when Gordon came here, uh, you know, he was driving for Mike Stryker, which was a good team, but certainly not uh, a hugely funded team. And uh, you now Buddy Kofoid is is driving for the Lenders, who again are are a good team, but uh, you know, they're they're a family team and and not the most well funded team there. So you know, the parallels are well, amazing.
4: Ed, yeah, well, Ed Ed Newmeister actually owns the car and the team and, and the Mike and Steven Linder are the, um, right crew chiefs and, 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 and keep maintain the car and stuff. They've definitely got good equipment. You know, they might not have as much as a world of outlaws team has, has as far as, you know, five or six cars or five or six engines ready to go. But the, the car that they put on the racetrack is, is equal to anything that you know, the top teams have.
2: So what do you think uh, buddy's chances uh, are of winning on Tuesday?
4: Oh, really good, really good. I mean,
2: you think he uh, might get that two thousand dollars bonus on oh, top I, of the ten thousand for winning?
4: I would not be surprised. Again, I, I, I mentioned earlier. I mean, you know, I hate to start naming names because I'm going to forget somebody, but <laughs> the, the, the teams that run Attica on a weekly basis there are, there are at least ten, including Kofoid, who have a good shot at winning this thing. I, I, and I'm not just you know blowing smoke or or pumping up the teams they they le- really have a legitimate shot at winning this thing
3: we always do a what if um and, and we're going to do that later in our show but how many cars do you think are going to be at attica on tuesday
2: last year there were 50 well
4: yeah and there were 58 the, the year before and there were at least four that i thought was coming last year and had some mechanical issues and, and uh, different things that you know they couldn't make it but um we, we're really proud that we've had, for the last two years in a row, we've had the largest single-day car count for any World of Outlaws race in the entire United States. So that's something for us to really hang our hat on and be proud of. And, and you know, I expect uh, we're going to have, you know, just just as many, um, you know, I've, I've, I never know. Kyle Larson has committed to being there. Christopher Bell is going to run it. Um, I don't know if Tony Stewart will be there, but Casey Kane, uh, has always, when he raced, um, you know, even still running NASCAR, when he had a chance to get back in a sprint car, he always supported the race and, and, uh, went out of his way to help us promote the event. So, um, you know, it's, I, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if we still top 50 cars, you know, um, uh, but you know, it's, it's, only so, twenty-four make the make the main event.
3: So, so the open wheel, open wheel cars. the open wheel fans are sure to see a great show.
4: Absolutely,
2: Absolutely.
4: Yep. yeah, well, If yeah, you Adam, I'm not I'm not, I'm not I'm not concerned about them seeing a good race. That certainly.
2: If you had to pick uh, one driver who who's your uh, one uh, one guy to keep an eye on this week, not including Buddy Cofoid. uh who do you, who's your pick to win?
4: Well, Dominic Schatz is the only four time winner, and and, uh, uh, I think he's won four out of the last seven. Somebody just told me. Uh, So, you know, he's been on a roll, but uh, he's had some changes within his team this year, and, and, you know, he, but he knows his way around that place. So you can't count him out. Uh, Brad Sweet has won something like five out of the last six or seven World of Outlaws races. So Mm -hmm. he's on a roll, he's going to be hard to beat. But you know that's just at the World of Outlaws level, and again, they have you know they're going to be bringing a lot of cars. The All Stars, uh, you know, all those those teams would be there. Aaron Reitzel's uh, leading the points with the All Stars, and he's been fast, very fast all year. He was actually leading the Speed Week show, and a lap car spun, and yeah. he couldn't miss it and got upside down. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him win win the thing too. So, you know, I I, I really. Not that I won't commit. It's just that it's so <laughs> wide open that it could be anybody.
2: And luck could play a factor in that. Like like you said, a lap car could oh, yeah. change things. So uh, that's yeah. Attica Raceway Park is the 31st annual uh, Brad, Doty, Brad Doty, Doty, Classic. Doty Classic. No, it's uh, Ohio Logistics uh, Brad Doty Classic coming up on uh, Tuesday. Uh, Gates open at 3.30, racing at 7.30, uh, uh, you can, uh, can people, uh, purchase tickets ahead of time?
4: Yes, absolutely. Reserve seats, uh, uh and general admission, but they can go to Attica raceway com or the world of outlaws website, which is woo sprint. So it's w o o com and buy tickets. And, and we actually have people that will purchase uh, general admission tickets online. Um, and, and I used to question that and then they, they tell me that, uh, and it makes sense that they'll spend the, the couple-dollar uh, service fee to get their tickets early so they don't have to stand in line when the, you know, they get to the track and the ticket office is lined up. They can walk right in. So uh, now I understand that. But So, yeah, com. Click on the link, and tickets are still available.
2: Again, talking to Brad Doty, uh, you got a lot of work to do uh, before Tuesday still, or are you just kind of doing some uh, press and everything's taken care of?
4: Yeah. Doing a lot of, doing a lot of press. We have, uh, you know, a lot of really good sponsors and, and, uh, you know, we got to make sure banners, uh, that's where Rex Lejeune and the, and the crew at the Tracto do a great job making sure all the sponsor banners are hung and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a big event. So they got to make sure they have enough food and, and we have, you mentioned Ohio Logistics, uh, I believe it's their 12th or 13th year. They've been the title sponsor and they're bringing 235 guests that we cater food to in one of the buildings and, so we've got to make sure that, you know, they're taken care of and there's a lot to it, you know, and, and then you got to worry about the weather. So uh, right right now I think we're looking okay.
2: Fingers crossed.
4: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Brad, uh, we appreciate the time and uh, looking forward to a, a great show on Tuesday.
4: Hey, thank you very much for having me on and help spread the word to, to get, you know, get the event to, uh, to uh, the people and the masses. and. Hopefully, uh, weather cooperates, and we have a big crowd.
2: Absolutely, and hopefully, uh, we'll be talking to you about this time next year, uh, promoting the 32nd annual Brad Doty Classic. All right. Well, thanks a lot, you guys. (laughs) Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Mm, Bye. Uh Uh-huh. Brad Doty there, a legendary sprint car driver. Pretty cool guy. I like him. Uh,
3: Yeah, and and very open about uh, his career and, and his injuries. Yeah.
2: Uh, very interesting conversation there. It's, uh, like I said, the huge race at Attica Raceway Park, huge car count. Another big race, uh, the birthday race at Oakshade, huge car counts. there. usually the uh, highest uh, of all the summer nationals. Right. Ones. So, excuse me. I had to suck down the rest of my coffee there. Uh, let's get back, uh, do a little bit more here before we start talking some summer national stuff. And okay. Uh, maybe we'll uh, ring up uh, Chris. Yeah,
3: let's, uh, let's get a show of hands. Everybody that would like to hear... Uh from Oakshade Raceway before we go off the air. Put your hand up. Okay, good we're we going to do that. I
2: didn't, I didn't see any hands. No, I, I did. I don't know where I was supposed to be looking. No,
3: the, the screen over there, you missed
2: that it. I'm sorry. There. Oh, well, yeah. well, see, they're like 30 seconds behind us, so yeah, I don't well. think you gave them long enough. No, I did. So take a look there in a couple I saw, more no, seconds. No, I saw it. I saw it, Scott. Uh, Ty Majeski won at Chicagoland uh, in the ARCA race action on the uh, 27th of last month. Uh, the next race for ARCA is coming up Saturday night, the Elko 250 at Elko Speedway in Minnesota. That's uh, 7.30 on uh, MAF-TV. Haley Deegan is going to be competing, going for her first ARCA win. Uh, In NASCAR action, Cole Custer won the Xfinity race at Chicagoland the weekend before last, uh, with Ross Chastain winning at Daytona this past weekend. In uh, cup action, Alex Bowman got his first cup win at Chicago then uh, Sunday after uh, the Coke Zero Sugar 400 was uh, delayed from Saturday night to Sunday afternoon was rain-shortened, lightning-shortened, lightning-struck, and Justin Haley uh, became a winner. It was very controversial, I guess, because uh, was it Kurt Busch that pitted? They gave up the lead to pit yes. when they'd given the one-to-go signal, and he was all pissed off that, well, they gave the one-to-go. We should have gone green. That's why I pitted. But then the lightning struck, and their policy is if it's within – uh eight miles eight miles they They, they, they start at 30 second clock and they stop the cars as soon as 30 minute clock that's yeah and and yeah
3: and and they 30
2: seconds would have been a lot more a lot better and and, and they have to clear
3: the grandstands because they're all aluminum and and gigantic lightning rods yeah
2: so i mean and then there was controversy about his team and there was just a lot of noise i mean the kid won he got lucky yeah sure but that's cool he won won. and
3: luck plays into it yeah it happens. Uh, Bushes. Did, did you happen to uh, look up in the grandstands?
2: Did you? Did they have colored seats, so it's kind of hard to tell how many people were there. It, and it was also. Delayed, it was a so. rain delay from yeah. s-
3: from Saturday, and and other people people had to leave. I, I and was there was lightning. Ki- kind of disappointed? Yeah. I, I and that was that, the last. I, uh,
2: I thought the crowd should have been a lot bigger. Last July 4th weekend uh, race for Daytona, too. It's moving to, uh, what, the end of August next year to be is i think it's the is it the last race uh, before the playoffs or is it the first race of the playoffs i don't remember it's whatever that yeah. is
3: um the coca-cola race won't be the fourth of july at no, daytona it's right? now going to be of, indianapolis a lot of history there
2: man yeah um all three series are at kentucky this weekend tonight uh actually the uh, trucks started already at 7 30 uh that's on fs1 cup race is uh saturday and the Xfinity race is tomorrow night. Uh, Both those races also at 7.30, and they're on NBCSN. Now, let's talk some... uh, Dean's not a fan of Haley after watching a show she did. Okay. (laughs) Well, okay. Um, um, Dirt car, late model, summer nationals. A lot of rain outs, a lot of action. Uh, It's all coming to an end. What was it? Thirty days, twenty-eight races, thirty something—some something yeah. ridiculous—that began in the middle of I June. Think it's
3: Thirty-one days, Is but it, who's counting? And
2: it's going to end at Oakshade Raceway, as it does every year, on Saturday night. Uh, actually, Friday and Saturday. Last two races will be at Oakshade for the uh, late models. There's the Hell Tour, as it's called. Um, winners uh, leading up uh, to uh, this weekend, uh, going back to June 27th at Brownstown or uh, yeah, Brownstown Speedway. Uh, Mike Marlar was the winner there. Tara Hote was uh, Brandon Shepard, He got his second win. Uh, Lincoln Speedway on the 30th was postponed due to rain. On the 1st of July, the dirt oval at Route 66 was canceled due to wet grounds. The following night at Wilmot Raceway was canceled due to rain. July 3rd at Davenport Speedway was canceled due to rain. July 4th, they did do some racing. Macon Speedway, Gordy Gundaker uh, was uh, the winner there. Rusty finished 7th. Chuck Hummer finished 19th. Farmer City was Friday. July 5th, Gundaker again won, Rusty finished 11th, Chuck Hummer finished 16th. Uh, The 6th was uh, supposed to be at Federated Auto Parts I-55 Speedway. That was canceled due to flooding. Uh, That's becoming way too common these days. So uh, they raced at Fayette County Speedway instead on the 6th. That was a made-up race from the postponed June 16th race. Bobby Pierce was the winner there. Uh, The 7th, they were at uh, Quincy Raceway. Mike Marlar won his second uh, win of the series. Monday, that's the 8th, right? Sycamore Speedway. Yeah, I think it was Monday. Uh, Bobby Pierce uh, was the winner there. He took the point lead with that win. Uh, They were off on uh, Tuesday. Last night, they were at Thunderbird Raceway. Brian Shirley uh, was the winner there. It's a tight point race uh, between Bobby Pierce and Brian, Brian Shirley. Coming down the stretch, they're at I-96 Speedway, uh, probably racing right now, as a matter of fact, uh, tonight. And then, uh, again, as we mentioned, tomorrow and Saturday at Oakshade Raceway. My
3: favorite son, Steve Miller, says that Bobby Pierce is not going to win at I-96 or Oakshade because he doesn't have a wall to bounce the back end off of. In the corners. In the corners. If, if you watch any of his races, he definitely abuses the wall and, and the right rear corner of his race car. So, uh,
2: But he's won. At Oakshade. We'll,
3: we'll see how he does.
2: Okay. Well, that's uh, this week. And again, uh, if you are going to Oakshade, uh, two big races, uh, a lot of camping as well. Gates open at noon tomorrow uh, or sooner, I guess, if they have cars lined up along the road. Mm-hmm. But uh, gates are scheduled to open at noon tomorrow at Oakshade Raceway. And racing will start at 8 p.m. Uh, modifieds and uh, late models. And then Saturday night is the... Uh, Big 10,000 to win, birthday race, summer national finale for the late models, uh, the modifieds as well, and uh, bombers will be in action. There's been
3: some controversy, too. Gates open
2: at 10 on Saturday, racing at 8 p.m. again Right on Saturday. Sorry.
3: Go ahead. Uh, there's been some controversy because some of the rained-out races have been rescheduled, but the summer nationals points definitely end Saturday at Oakshade.
2: That's true. There is... You'll find it. It's there coming. it is. Twenty fifth Lincoln uh, Speedway was postponed uh, on uh, the thirtieth. They're going to have a makeup race on the twenty fifth. That is, like you said, a non points race.
3: It'll be UMP points, but yeah. not summer nationals.
2: Correct. So uh, you want you want to talk to Chrissy about? I, it? I think yeah. we really ought to. All right, we'll give. Uh, it's it's their big race, and I, I she sent me a message here. Did, she, did you forget me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe. Maybe we did. We're sorry. So, uh, let's Answer go. your phone when it
3: rings, Chrissy.
2: I'm guessing she's probably pretty busy, too, getting things ready for tomorrow. Getting Hot dogs pre-cooked. They don't pre-cook the hot dogs. I know They're that. always fresh. Because I go in there early uh, when I get there on Saturdays and, and there's, none, there's none left. Well, I mean, none made yet. So I have to wait.
1: Hello. Hi. Hi.
2: Oh, did I make you stop whatever you were doing?
1: You did, but it's okay.
2: Were you you were out watering the track?
1: (laughs) I'm not. Okay. Okay. Filling filling trucks.
2: Christina Hendricks uh, from Oakshade Raceway. Big big huge uh, race weekend for you guys this weekend. Uh, Floor is yours for a couple of minutes. Go ahead and spout away
1: way. Okay. Yeah. Yes. This weekend is our big uh, birthday race weekend. Summer Nationals. We have two nights of racing. Friday tomorrow. Um, we have. I already the, covered
2: all that. I already covered all that. So you're good there.
1: Oh, what do you want me to do?
2: Uh, who's going to win? <laughs> who's going to win? Don't
1: know. <laughs> the person that crosses the finish line in first. Okay. Is checkered flag.
2: No. That's who a win. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what time is uh, qualifying? Uh, I'm that, that's the one thing I didn't know.
1: Did um, you know. I imagine the the hot laps and then qualifying. Okay. Will start. It's hot labs at fine. six then. O'clock. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now what? And uh, I, I'm pretty sure the modifieds do a hot lab qualify and then the late models qualified.
3: Gotcha. I know every year there's lots and lots of campers out there. Uh, the grounds are now dry enough that they should be able to park everywhere.
1: Yes. So yeah, finally, um, yeah, the, everything's mowed off. We've got the main lot and then the over, overfill lot um, and then some over farther. But, yeah, it's all, it's all mowed. It's dry pretty much everywhere, and we should be good.
2: What uh, I, I've seen you've been getting a lot of uh, questions, uh, at least on Facebook. I'm sure you're getting lots of phone calls and other messages. Uh, what, what's the one thing that you're getting asked the most?
1: Um, let's see, what is the most?
2: One of the things. Best? One of the
1: things? Well, well, of the things? Well,
2: well, How well big you're...
1: of a cooler can I bring in?
2: And the answer is?
1: A 12-pack size, okay. small cooler. No, no glass.
2: glass. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Now what,
1: what's
3: I would the, what, say
1: that's one of my main things.
3: What's the fee this year for
2: uh, camping?
1: We don't have a fee. You have to buy your tickets for the races. There's no extra charge for camping.
2: And the ticket prices are the same as they are every week: fourteen bucks uh, both Saturday and or Friday and Saturday for uh, general admission for adults, right?
1: Yes, um, fourteen dollars each day, Friday and Saturday, and pit passes are twenty five dollars each day.
2: And the pits are going to be open on Saturday, correct?
1: Yeah, the pits will be open from. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. for anyone that has a general admission ticket for Saturday's
2: race. Then after 4 o'clock, you need a pit pass to remain in the pits. So uh, good reason for racers to get out there early on Saturday so uh, fans can come in and meet them. I know
3: everybody is going to have a Sharpie, so autographs are free. And I know that... Bomber
2: drivers, we're not used to this. It's been a while since this has happened. Most
3: of the teams have have photos uh, available, too, so... Um, and
2: if not, I'm sure Charlie would be more yeah. than willing to to get some to sell a couple, yeah.
3: and yeah,
1: right. So of course it, he would. It,
3: it's a big deal day.
1: Yes, it is. It is. It's a it's a big it's a yeah Saturday's a big big deal day. Um, uh, tomorrow's a uh, a big day, and there you know there's <laughs> we we don't open the gates tomorrow until noon. Okay. Noon, <laughs> but uh, I do have some campers in line already. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But um, that's we're gonna try and and really stick to the noon part because we have some stuff that we need to finish up doing and all of that, and it just makes it easier on us.
2: So, are you wore out already uh, this week, or? You're I'm still a little good. tired. A little tired? <laughs> How much more do you have I'm to a do?
1: Tired. Well, it's just you know, a lot more. Um, here is one thing. I haven't put it on Facebook or Twitter yet, and I wanted to. We did bring in, I know I've had a couple of people say, well, there's not going to be enough seats since we took the seats down in turn one. We did bring in two um, portable. Uh, we rented two sections. So there, you know, there will be... There will be plenty of seats, so that's that's a big
2: thing. I was, I was wondering about that, but uh, very cool. And so, for
3: an extra yeah. 11 bucks, they can always come into the pits, and there's seating over there.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: So, so
3: that's a
1: good point, Ron.
2: Other than... Uh, Matt Crafton uh, racing in the modifieds uh, both Friday and Saturday. Any other uh, names that you know of uh, that'll be there this weekend is uh, Taylor Cook. He, he's coming too. No, Taylor
3: crashed. Oh, ha- coming. Taylor he, crashed pretty hard last weekend, and oh, he, he won't that. be there.
2: And neither and yeah. Zach and unfortunately Zach Dome canceled uh, due to uh, his personal matters. So uh, right, won't be the same winner as last year.
1: Right, um, you know, I just going by what I've been reading on Facebook, I think Van Wormer is supposed to be doing the the last four shows. Yep,
3: I yeah, saw Jeep, he did run last night. Jeep height. is definitely committed to the last four. Okay.
1: Yep. Um, you know, I, I've seen a few other ones, but till they pull in... You don't know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. They could, you know, something could come up or, or whatever. You just never know, so...
2: Well, I do have some but
1: I, I look to have a good field of cars and and all that and hope, I, um,
2: I do have some good uh, some good news for you, which I'm sure okay. is, could be a, a concern and has been in previous years. You should not have to worry about the weather this weekend. We'll have the uh, weekend weather report with uh, our weekend weather pit stop with uh, Ryan Weekman coming up soon.
1: Well that's wonderful that is, that is that is awesome. It is beautiful out right now. It's finally cooled off a little bit and Yes, the weekend. that I, I'm I'm so happy to hear that. Just one That's thing you one don't have to worry less, about. One less thing to worry about. Yes. Tomorrow
3: and tomorrow's weather should be truly spectacular, a little bit cooler. Uh it's gonna be a great day. Well
1: good. Good, <laughs> good, good, good. All well, right. I'd like to hear that, Ron.
2: <laughs> we'll let uh we'll let you get back to what were you doing when when we called you?
1: Filling water trucks.
2: Okay. <laughs> Well, We'll let you get back to that because uh, we don't want to uh, keep you up too late tonight. You need to get some rest for tomorrow.
1: Well, that's okay. Yes, I thank you very much. And hope to see many of you out here for this weekend, or big two-day show. And
3: Chrissy Henricks from Oakshade Raceway. Uh, their biggest races of the year coming up Friday and Saturday. Um, late model fans don't miss these.
1: Correct.
2: Yeah. Right. We'll so. see you tomorrow. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Christina.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Bye.
2: Up, oh, we cut her off. Thanks to uh, Christina Hendricks here. We kind of that was not planned. We were going to originally have Zach Dome on, but uh, again, unfortunate uh, situation for yeah, him. Yeah. If Zach
3: mission. was available, we'd have been going till nine o'clock.
2: Well, I was thinking we'd be probably at least an hour and a half tonight, but uh, we're we're about done. We're we're getting there. Uh, there's uh, just a few more random notes uh, worth noting here. Jason Blonde ended a uh, two-year drought by winning the must-see racing sprint feature Birch Run Speedway on uh, Friday the 5th. Uh, Anthony McCune's uh, third-place finish there vaulted him uh, to the point lead over Jimmy McCune, who had uh, mechanical issues.
3: Yeah, Jimmy had an engine issue early in the night, uh, so he was a DNS,
2: Which is worse than a DNF. Yeah. Um, Anton Hernandez won the race saver 305 feature at Twin City Speedway in Indiana on Saturday as well. So. Our guests are doing well. Yeah, come on the show you'd be do good. yeah so uh, well, if Brad Doty was racing he'd probably win for sure. Well he's gonna win anyways because it's going to be a great show Tuesday at Attica. so a lot of great racing. no excuse uh to miss out on that this weekend. Got so many notes here. Uh, One other uh, racing-related news story uh, This came up this morning. NASCAR confiscated the uh, primary number 52 truck of Stuart Friesen because it was deemed unacceptable, indicating there was a problem with the rear firewall placement in relation to the rear clip of the truck. I don't know exactly what that means. I You might know a little more. Uh,
3: I'm not sure
2: why. And why they would confiscate it. Uh, but uh, Friesen will have to start at the rear of the field, no matter where he qualifies, in a backup truck. NASCAR tonight, has been, or he already has. NASCAR
3: has been pretty tough on on their mm-hmm. new legislation,
2: which policy. is probably a good thing because uh, you know,
3: right? They've certainly made the statement that they're yeah. not messing around anymore. It
2: yeah. took away a win uh, earlier this year. Yeah,
3: so a couple of birthdays are now missing. <laughs>
2: That happens. All right. Uh, How about uh, we let's do uh, our how many, and then we'll uh, check out. Yeah, let's do the how many. Then we're gonna go over uh, all the racing action that's coming up this weekend, and then we'll check out the weekend weather pit stop. How's that sound?
3: Go ahead, you first.
2: All right. Well, first, uh, let's go back uh, a few weeks ago, because uh, for our last two how many's, three weeks ago, our how many was how many. uh, late Miles were going to be at Oakshade for the... Barney. Barney, that's right, yes. And uh, Buddy Kofoid was on that show. He was the winner because he said... Uh, none. 42. Oh. And the answer was none. So he was the the lowest one there. Uh, we also did the 410s at Attica for that weekend. Buddy said 53. Do you know how many there were? 53? Yes. So Buddy made a clean sweep uh, for, for that last time he was on the show. Uh, and then... Two weeks ago, we did how many bikes were going to be at Oakshade for the uh, Night of Wheels, and uh, I was the winner there with 44, and the answer was maybe 50. Maybe 50, okay. I asked, I asked Chrissy how many there were, he said maybe 50. So I'm going with that. Okay, this, so so you declared yourself so the winner. So I declared winner. myself the winner with 44. Cause Somehow I, had the I think that stinks. Well, that's all right. It's my show. I can do that. Uh, how many late models are going to be at the birthday race this weekend? Uh, Alan, you're going to? coming on this one
0: I reckon 43 Mike 43 okay what do you got 37
2: 37 wow okay mr. hammer Uh, I say 52 oh my yeah I'm being optimistic
3: I'm going with 40 Scott car counts have been off we just discussed earlier in the night, uh, twenty-five cars.
2: Yeah, that has me a little worried because I actually picked my number before we, uh, before I saw the car count from the past two nights. So, and, oh, wow. and the car counts have not <laughs>
3: been spectacular all the way through the summer nationals. Now, now, but it is ten
2: thousand to win, and it's the birthday race. And to it balance
3: up? it out, Attica is not running late models Saturday or or Friday, so those guys are going to be looking for somewhere to race and. Uh, We'll probably pick up some of the attic irregulars that don't show up at Oakshade. Uh, there, there is no ethanol race this weekend, so we could see guys like Dona Marculier. We could see, could see Spanky uh, Eric Spangler. Uh, but, I don't know. Uh,
2: Lucas Lucas has a race. Lucas Where is, is uh, Tri City. Uh, tomorrow, and then Lucas Oil in Missouri on Saturday. Right. And the World of Outlaws are in North Dakota and Minnesota. I don't
3: know so. what the highest car count is for the UMP Summer Nationals, and I think we'll still get that number. But, but it's I'm not, not going to sure be what, my 52? I don't think. Okay.
2: Uh, let's talk about racing coming up this weekend. Lima Land is off this weekend. They did not get rained out. It's just an off weekend for Lima Land. Attica Raceway Park is in action uh, tomorrow night, as well as Tuesday. But uh, tomorrow night is... Uh, the Krogan uh, Colonial Bank Smith Family Foods Night featuring uh, the Attica Fremont Championship Series, 410 sprints, 305 sprints. The 305s will be racing for a 1,000 to win. Uh, the trucks will be in action there and vintage cars as well. The gates open at 5, racing at 745. General admission is 15 bucks there at Attica Raceway Park tomorrow. And that top 15 bonus uh, deal for Tuesday, Right. That's top 15 will be based uh, after – friday night's race okay so after the top 15 after friday night's race are eligible so those guys this. are gonna have to show up yeah buddy should be uh locked into that i would well, think though. um friday night also oakshade raceway it's the uh summer nationals late models racing for five thousand to win modifieds uh, uh in action as well gates open again at noon racing at eight general admission just 14 dollars. tomorrow night then Saturday night, Oak Shade's back in action with the Summer Nationals finale, the 10,000 win birthday race for the late models, modifieds, and bombers. Gates again open at 10, racing at 8 p.m. General Mission 14 bucks. Saturday night. That's a well. lot of racing for 14 bucks. That is. That's a pretty good deal. That's probably the best deal in racing.
3: Now, we. I don't know. Did did you specify what night that car count was for?
2: Yeah, Saturday birthday okay. race. Okay, it's a birthday race one. All right, all right. Flat Rock Speedway is in action with RM m Recycling Autograph Night. Uh, you can walk on the track meet the drivers at 6.15. They're going to have the Silver Cup, uh, Late Model Sportsman, the uh, Street Stocks, Figure 8s, Factory Stock, and Bandoleros. Pit Gate will open at 3. Front Gates at 4.30. Racing at 7. General Emissions, 15 bucks up there at the Level Pebble, otherwise known as Flat Rock. Sandusky Speedway in action. Modifieds, Lake Erie Stocks, Beginner Stocks, Renegades. Uh, gates open at 4, Racing at 7. General admission, just 10 bucks at uh, Sandusky Speedway. Fremont will also be in action on Saturday night. It's Roots, Poultry, and Fort Ball Pizza Throwback Nights, featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 and 305 Sprints. Again, a 1000 to win for the uh, 305s. And it's also uh, Boss Non-Wing Sprints. It's an all-sprint show. I believe this was their uh, makeup thing because the mm-hmm. trucks were originally scheduled, but they are off at Fremont on Saturday because of the Boss Non-Wing Sprints. And then, of course, uh, Tuesday, uh, the 31st Annual Ohio Logistics Brad Doty Classic featuring the NOS Energy Drink, World of Outlaws. Gates open at 3.30 again on Tuesday, the 16th. Racing at 7.30. General admission is $37 for that show.
3: Lots of great racing all weekend and and the beginning of next week. Uh, If you're even thinking about seeing a race, make sure you get your backside trackside.
2: And uh, another little uh, note here coming up uh, Saturday, July 20th at Stateline Speedway for the uh, go-karts, the sixth annual race of champions, 4000 to win for that over there in Eden. So just a little note for there. Oh, well, we check out Ryan Weekman and his uh, digitally altered and corrected uh, weekend weather racing pit stop. Because well, we, he's on vacation accurate. this week. Yeah, I know it's accurate. <clears throat> That's right. It's based right off of that uh, WTOL uh,
0: weather app as well. So let's check that out. This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Now we're starting to hit our stride a little bit. Oh yeah, the summertime heat is back here and we're getting ready for a big weekend of races. Let's talk about Friday first, Oakshade and Attica. Think things should get by just fine. We are looking at a very dry forecast. Saturday, more of the same. Great for race start times for Oakshade, Flat Rock, Sandusky. We've got Fremont as well. Sunshine should be out and about through much of the day. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download your free first alert weather app. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weakman.
2: Weather looking good for racing this weekend. It is. Looking forward to it. Uh, one other note uh, I I guess there's something going on with uh Lorraine County speedway. Yeah, a nice there's little
3: track over east of Haraway's.
2: Lorraine County. Yeah. Over uh yeah west of Cleveland. Uh I guess uh, the the they they actually had a statement on their uh Facebook page here, but it sounds like they may not be racing uh for the rest of the year. Uh I'm not really sure their website hasn't been updated. Still says it's gonna be kids' night this weekend, but uh uh Tim Findish has decided to end his 20 year relationship with uh, Lorraine County Speedway. And he's going to be uh, fo- I wonder wh- focusing his efforts on growing his personal business. I
3: wonder what that 20 year relationship was now, did he? Well,
2: it, uh, did, it starts out with the new direction that the new ownership has taken. I, Tom Findish, have decided to end my 20 year relationship with Lorraine County Speedway. So uh, Chris Mize kind of pointed me in that direction. Okay. That there's some stuff going on there. So hopefully they get it figured out. Go kart tra- never, never want to see a track uh, close. No, but. not at all. So.
3: Um, the go-kart track up at Palmyra, I guess, is uh, not running. You may check their, their Facebook page. And uh, I, I guess uh, John Bailey had uh, something go on in his family, and he has opted to not run this weekend.
2: Oh, family comes first. That's it. Uh, thanks to uh, associate producer Dave Kemmer for helping uh, uh, book... Our guests uh, this week on the show, and uh, also helped me out with a ton of news over the past few weeks. Uh, I missed a lot when I was on that cruise. It's like I was like not connected to the world. I did see that uh, in Puerto Rico there is a racetrack. I don't know what really? kind it was. I was looking at a map and it said auto racing track, so it may have been a road course. I don't know. You didn't I was, go? I, we were only on the island for like three hours, and I, I didn't want to miss the boat back because that would have sucked. It'd probably been Catch expensive. the next one. Yeah. I don't think they let you do that. I could be wrong. Are you going to swim home? Maybe. <laughs> uh, thanks again uh, for uh, Ron Miller Race Cars for being official studio sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report. If you'd like to be a sponsor, visit HammerdownRacingReport.com. We have sponsor inf- information on there uh, as well. And uh, in the meantime, make sure to give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. I don't think we uh, – well, we did give that phone We're number. Just a little bit, rushed. yeah. Uh, race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, everything a racer needs. That's it. Ron Miller race cars. He, all-star performance.
3: All-star performance. Yep. And all-star and, performance. Even got all-star performance. Everybody.
2: You got the note. Uh,
3: I, I guess Mrs. Miller memo. missed the memo.
2: Yep. Uh, also, uh, information on the Hammerdown Racing Report Dirty 30 that's coming up at Sandusky Speedway on October 3rd is at uh, com, And uh, you can fill out that form. The link is on there if uh, you have any intention of... Uh, competing in that race or and even either if, the late if, models, if you bombers, think truck. you have an intention yeah no no obligation no cost just, uh, just just sign up fill out the and, form uh, you can go directly to it sandusky slash dirty 30 and uh we'll add you to the list of uh, potential competitors in this uh inaugural groundbreaking weird dirt car on asphalt event it's going to be fun and it could very well be a the, the first entertaining. Annual. yeah it would be cool if it is so uh yeah um yeah that's it That's, I think we're done I think we need to go eat dinner are you hungry I need to get some uh, I need to go steal some parts from you
3: that's okay Ron Miller race Cars second shift is there
2: <laughs> are they, did you make sure of that already oh yeah okay be back in action next week live 7 o'clock Facebook live YouTube live Twitter uh, again uh, make sure to uh, tell all your friends to like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter we'll, we'll fill
3: everybody in on all the racing that's going on this week yeah. it's going to be a great weekend Y'all get that's, to a, that's all I Y'all, think y'all get to a race somewhere this
2: weekend, please. Absolutely. Make sure you listen to us on demand as well on your favorite podcasting platform, be it iHeartRadio, Google, iTunes. Yeah, all What's of, the other one? Spotify. We're, yeah, we are. YouTube. Stitcher. You make, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah we're, everywhere. Everywhere. we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're omnipotent. See you back uh, next week. Uh, we are Tuesday. the big guys. Is that where we are? Yeah. All right, let's go.
1: You Goodbye. have been listening to the Hammered Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Club Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio.
0: Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock.